1: Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey.
0: And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 12, episodes 15 and 16, Never Ever. And Kelsey, will you please read
1: us the YouTube summary? Sure. It is real short. Imogen's father's forgetfulness has bad consequences. Katie and Dallas spend time together. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole one. That's the whole thing. All
0: right. Sure. I guess. Short, sweet, to the point. Not even addressing the Becky Baker storyline.
1: Which, fine by me.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, sure. The episode is called ever Never ever, ever, which is a 1997 song by All Saints. Wrong, it's very 90s girl group. Yep. There's an extended speaking part at the beginning of this song. Yep. Um, and... In terms of this episode, maybe it works for. I mean, Imogen is very stubborn, and in this episode, because she just doesn't want to accept the truth about her dad, and I don't know, she's just very defiant, I guess. Yeah. So maybe she's just like never ever gonna give up on her dad. Sure. I mean, Maybe. It, it doesn't have anything
1: to do with the actual way, song, which is about, like, heartbreak. heartbreak.
0: Yeah. Although it is heartbreaking,
1: in a way, what oh. happens
0: to her dad. God,
1: yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Just not romantically.
0: Also heartbreaking, what happens to that dog.
1: Oh, my God. Walter. Volta? Is it Volta? Volta or Walter? Or Volta? I thought it
0: was Walter, but it, then they kept saying, like, Volta? Vol- Volta? And then
1: it, well, they did, and then I was like, well, are they just pronouncing it like the German way like how Werner Herzog Walter I have no idea but it it doesn't sound like a hard R at the
0: end it's like Volta it's like German and like British (laughs) I don't know I have no idea I have no idea anyway sure the song works but the episode starts with Imogen showing her dad her like model set for the play it's beautiful Yes, it's beautiful. He's excited about it. And he there's seems a puppy. So nice. And then we meet the dog. Oh, we already met the dog. We met the dog with Eli. Oh, I forgot
1: about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember the dog then. <laughs> um, and he left his keys in the fridge, which is foreshadowing. Yes.
0: Um, and then we're with Eli at school and he's blown away by her set. But he's like, but like, how much is this going to cost? This seems really intricate. And apparently, it's going to cost five hundred dollars, which seems low. Yeah, that doesn't seem like that much.
1: Um, for but an entire set, like, yeah.
0: I don't know. I Maybe mean, they had, are a
1: pretty low budget. That's true. I mean, she is saying that they would like re- recycle things, yeah. yeah, and like old set stuff and whatever.
0: Um, but Eli's like, uh, "You need to find a sponsor for this, or else we're gonna have to cut back on some of your designs." And then she's like, "Okay, I'll figure it out." But she
1: has like a scheme. She's like, I, th- I know a guy, yeah, gal, whatever. Some I know somebody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we're with Katie, who is singing Alanis Morissette.
1: She would be singing, you ought to know.
0: Um, and she's in the garden. So I guess, is the garden on the roof? Did the rooftop thing actually work out? No, I
1: think it's just on the school grounds. somewhere else.
0: Well, the garden is coming along regardless, yeah, which is nice. Um, Do we want to do Fashion Police? Because I still hate Katie's hair.
1: (laughs) I think it's gotten worse. (laughs) Um, And she is wearing these, like, long metal earrings at one point.
0: Oh, yeah. I wrote that down.
1: She's leaning into a new look, which I
0: appreciate. I like Imogen's high tops, Converse.
1: Um, Um, Yeah, I think they're, like, long lightning bolt earrings. I wrote that down. Yeah. Uh, I like Imogen's owl shirt. I do not enjoy her lace gloves, yep. but they are a thing <laughs> of the
0: time. Well, what she's just wearing one.
1: Is she just wearing one? At one point, she's just wearing one lace glove. Oh, boy. Um, um, Becky Baker, when she's in the fake house, wearing all pink, literally looks like Barbie. Dear
0: God. I'm realizing I now, I don't actually have. Oh, Fiona has a plaid blazer that she wears.
1: I thought Think that's I Apron have. was cute. <laughs> um, and also, I liked her hospital outfit. She has like a skull shirt and Converse high tops. And it's a look.
0: Oh, yeah. Becky Baker's pink coat. I wrote that down. I actually kind of like her long pink coat. I don't know if I would wear it, but she can pull it off.
1: Well, she has Barbie vibes. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. Me too.
0: Um, But we're in the garden, and there's major flirting happening between Jake and Katie.
1: They are vibing hard about the gardening. Super duper.
0: Um, But then we're with Imogen, and she's like, I'm going to talk to... or I think she's with Fiona, and she's like, I know who to go to. I'm going to ask Natalie for money, la la la. And then we find out that Natalie... Is Imogen's mom who left her and her dad at, when she was eight. And she's also a spinal surgeon. Yeah.
1: Which, like, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm a little... It felt a little forced, though, like to me, anyway. The, like, hatred of the... There, the like, mom, doesn't seem to be anything objectively wrong with her.
0: Yeah, I feel... I, I mean, we don't really know the background of how, like, the divorce went down. But I feel like... When they separated, Imogen maybe, like, clung to her dad more. And, like, it seems like... I don't know. It doesn't seem like her mom, like, abandoned her and doesn't give a shit about her at all. No. Like, seems, she wants to spend more time with her.
1: It seems like Imogen kind of built up a thing in her head. And, like, took because, her dad's side. Because she was eight and yeah formed an opinion that way. And
0: And maybe her mom was the one who was like, I want to divorce you. So then her, so then Imogen was like, you're the one in the wrong. I'm choosing dad's side. I'm living with him. That's like the vibe I'm getting, but we Me it's too. all unconfirmed. We don't know this We for don't sure. actually I know. Just, it's just my impression. is like, you know. Yeah, because her mom it does seem like she like really wants to spend time with her as much as she can, but she also doesn't want to force Imogen to do anything she doesn't want to do. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: I'm pretty team Natalie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um... And then we are with Becky Baker, who is raising money for Hurricane Relief next, right next to the ticket sales for Romeo and Jules.
1: Well, she it, at first she doesn't realize that that's what, like at first she just has a table. Yeah. She didn't realize you had to sign out the table. And then uh, Connor and Adam come over and they're like, um, excuse you, we, we reserve this table. And then, and she thinks that they're like, just being dicks because she's new or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Jenna's okay. like, no, don't, no, you actually have to do this. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Um, but but she she's gets, still yeah.
1: scandalized by the play. She keeps talking about alternative lifestyles. Yeah. Which, okay, dude.
0: Um, but then we're with Imogen and she's with her mom. And I was, and now, and then this is where I wrote down like, all right, her mom doesn't seem too horrible yet. Um, and, I think she just, like, shows up to the hospital, and she's like, oh, like, oh, we're going to eat lunch? And Imogen's like, oh, yeah, I guess so. And her mom's like, that's why you came, right? And Like, it seems like her mom really is trying
1: hard. She just, like, wants her to want to hang out. But yeah. she's also not. And I feel like maybe that's a part of it, too, where she's, like, she's not pushing super hard because she doesn't want to be pushy, and maybe Imogen interpreted that as her being aloof.
0: Maybe. Um, But then we're with luke and becky and becky's like complaining to luke about the play and And he's like not not give more listening he does not care and at one point he says she's like this play is ridiculous la la la." and he's like just ignore it and i'm like yes that's how is it that luke is giving her good advice and then he's like well do what you do best be loud whatever i don't know i'm like okay no now you're encouraging bad behavior (laughs)
1: seriously i don't care for it also luke still sucks
0: oh hey luke um, But then we are back with Imogen and her mom. And her mom is, like, very worried about her dad. I'm like, what's going on? Seriously? And she's I was, like, like I need... To guess to, the whole time. Her, every time her mom was like, we need to talk about your dad. Like, I need to talk to you about something. And Imogen's like, I want to hear it. And it's very frustrating because I just want to talk about the dad.
1: I want to hear about <laughs> it. Like, goddamn. I know.
0: And Imogen's being very cold and... Just very withholding almost like I need money and yeah, and it's like money asking for money and her mom is like, okay, I'm on one condition like you have to have dinner with me tomorrow night and then she's like, and next time I'd appreciate if you would visit me when you didn't need money or I wish like I don't know something like that um but then we are with marisol and katie and
1: katie says that she's in love with Jake <laughs> which they just jump right into that kind of shit like right away it's yeah like, i'm in love with him it's like no you have a crush on him
0: and marisol is excited and she's like "Ooh, this would be great like he's friends with mo and she says double datesies at some point yikes and Katie's like, oh, but, like, there's no way he likes me. Like, he definitely doesn't like me that way, or else he would have asked me out. He doesn't like me. So because he doesn't like me and it's hopeless, I'm not going to be his partner in class. I'm just going to choose someone there's no way I could fall for. And then she's like, Dallas, let's be partners.
1: Um. Which seems like a safe choice, because she does not like him. Mm-hmm. But joke's on her, because. They get flirty.
0: <laughs> um, but then cue the Imagine Dragons song that plays.
1: Yes, I wrote it down. And I was like, I, I know this song. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, like it's time to begin or something like something. that. I, I like I couldn't remember. It's what time. It was. I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but it's there like was, it's like the most famous Imagine Dragons. Song. Yeah, but there was um, I think in like 2008 or 2009 or something maybe a little later. I can't remember. There was this really great mashup of um, this song and Check Yes Juliet. Okay, well, it was definitely later than 2009 because this song came out in like 2011 probably. Then it was 2011, (laughs) but it was... Oh,
0: but that sounds amazing. It was
1: incredible. (laughs) Honestly, it holds up. It was so good. I need to find it. I'm going to definitely look that up after we record
0: this (laughs) because Check Yes Juliet
1: was my fucking jam and like, 2008 or nine <laughs> yeah exactly maybe that's why i was thinking it was yeah that's when i liked that song. that's
0: when that song came out probably But it's like
1: it's a really solid mashup
0: That it sounds like that would work really well
1: so yeah it's like a set designing montage thing right to the imagine dragon song
0: and it's exciting and then and it, and it looks great so far and then imogen and then fiona comes in and she and imogen are like cute and like kind of
1: dramatic and i was gonna say like <laughs> just immediate dramatic it's amazing they, i love them too.
0: um but then marisol and mo come in and are like oh my god there's this guy outside in his robe like a streaker Blah. and then imogen and fiona go and check it out i think imogen said something like like a man from your past or something like jokey like that yeah and then they go to the front of the school, and then and they see that it's Imogen's dad, yeah, and it's
1: a bummer. It is a bummer. Also, like, fuck Marisol and Mo. This entire uh, episode, they're both terrible. Like, what is your deal? They're te- ugh. Like, I just don't understand why they're so mean. Why are they so mean? <laughs> Marisol's always been mean, and Mo goes back and forth. And yeah. It's annoying. And I think Marisol brings out like the worst in him. Probably. She brings out the worst in like most people. True. <laughs> Remember
0: how shitty Katie was last season?
1: That is true.
0: <laughs> it was a lot of it had to do with Marisol. Um, but then uh her dad is here and like he's checking out the set and Imogen's talking to Fiona about how he's been really forgetful lately. And I'm like, girl, something is wrong.
1: Seriously. See like the talk warning to your signs? mother.
0: And but then Imogen finally like invites her over for dinner. They're
1: making quesadillas. Yeah. Um, And And she's ditching her mom. Yeah. Fully. Because of it. Fully blowing off her mom.
0: But then we're in the hallway with Dallas and Katie and Dallas is playing mini golf because I guess this is going to be their physics project. And, and they, are they kind bond of vibing. Yeah, they bond over being athletes. And it's like, oh, they have more in common than we would have thought. What do you know?
1: Well, that's because Katie dyed her hair black and got bangs. And now <laughs> she thinks she's edgy.
0: Um, and, she's but, Dallas, but Dallas is also kind of on to her Jake crush, I think. Yeah,
1: well, he's asking. He's like, yeah. are you guys together? What's going on? And she's like, no, no, no. We're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's putting out feelers, man.
0: For sure.
1: But then we're with... Oh, and they're also making fun of Drew and Fiona living together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, that's a sitcom. Like, yes, yeah, it
0: is. it is. It's a disaster waiting to happen. It's already. It's already kind of happened. It's already kind of been <laughs> terrible. Um, but then we're with Jenna singing some Jesus music with Becky. um, and f- Like, by their hurricane relief fund... Booth or whatever. Can
1: I just say something? I still, like, can't really believe that Jenna's new plot line is that she's Christian. (laughs) (laughs) It's so out of left field.
0: I mean, but it kind of makes sense, I think, for her character. Like, she's been through a lot. I can see why she would want to, like... I can see why, like, finding religion would help, like, center her. It's true. Um... And, but, like, the hurricane relief, whatever the fuck, is cutting into ticket sales for the play. And Adam's like, hey, can you chill out? Or maybe, I don't know if he talks to her yet. But Becky is basically, like, using charity. Oh, yeah, she's using charity as revenge, essentially. Yeah. And Adam's like, wow, um... That's low, Becky. Like, yeah, this is when he does. He's like, "Hey, can you cool it out? Like, you're cutting into my sales." And Becky's like, "Oh, well, doesn't matter." La la la. I think she basically openly admits that that's what yeah. she wants to happen. I actually wrote down Adam's. Adam's. Adams yeah, he thing. says that's low, Becky Baker. I didn't think you were a hypocrite. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's so good. It's so good. And then, and Becky looks like she got, like, punched in the face after he says that.
1: Because she got straight up verbally
0: out. Yeah. Um, but then we're with Jake and Kate. Jake, like, comes up to Katie and is like, guess what? I bought tickets to this garden show. Hey. And Katie's like, oh, no, sorry. I have to do homework. Um. And Marisol's like, what are you doing? He basically asked you out. And she's like, no, he asked me to a garden show with manure or something like that. Like, she's still, like, totally oblivious about how much he clearly likes her.
1: She wrote, she said, uh, Jake only wants to buy feces with me, (laughs) which I thought was a funny line. (laughs) Ew. Um, But then we are at Imogen's
0: house. We're doing dinner. They're singing to commercials. Fiona says her parents didn't let her do that because it was lowbrow.
1: Which, which I find
0: confusing. I
1: find that to be extremely confusing.
0: I also find it confusing that like singing to commercials is like an established like activity in this world. Yeah, where it's like what? my parents wouldn't let me do that. I'm like what?
1: What is happening? <laughs> is that
0: is like singing to commercials like a cherished activity by some it people? Is. It just feels like it's like... It's just like an instinct,
1: like it's just, I don't even, I've never it's, like sat and thought about how. honestly the second most confusing thing to happen yeah. in this episode. We will get to the first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay, what? <laughs> Whatever. Is that um, a thing? Maybe it's Canadian, hashtag maybe it's different. I mean, I've
0: saying along to like commercials before like one but like I've never thought about it as being like a thing that people do it just seems like I don't know I don't I I don't don't know I don't know how to explain how it's confusing to me but I don't know I'm confused by it I'm like it just seems like a thing that literally everyone in the world does that it seems weird to me that someone would call it out as being like not a thing that isn't allowed. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't um, know it's weird.
0: But then I think we're talking about the dog.
1: We're like, yeah, "Where's the dog?" Jen was asking where the dog was cuz she was like, "I'll let him out before dinner." Right. And her dad's like, "Oh, I think I left him in the yard." And the like, all day? Oh, no. And then they go outside and they can't find him. And this is when I was sitting on my bed just saying out loud, the dog is dead, the dog is dead, the dog is dead, trying to prepare myself for the dog being dead. Oh, I dead. was like, oh, no, the dog ran away. But I was not expecting the dog to be dead. Oh, no, I was expecting dead dog fully. I was, like, pr- like mentally preparing myself for dead dog.
0: But, like, they don't see where the dog is. And they're like, oh, I guess we got to go find him. And then we're reminded about how Fiona, she says, oh, it'll be okay. I set a cat free on purpose once.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I remember that.
0: How can we ever
1: forget her setting the cat free on purpose? (laughs) Leave me, Mr. Tuxedo. (laughs) Tuxedo Tuxedo pants. pants. No one else should be near me. (laughs) What?
0: But then Imogen finds the doggy and he's under her dad's car on the driveway and it's, so sad it's so sad i just it, it hurt Your me poor doggy poor voltova whatever <laughs> his name is
1: i like it it made me so sad i know poor puppy um and her dad ran over the dog and then didn't remember running over the dog yeah
0: cuz apparently the dog likes to like sleep on the driveway and yeah oh and then but First, we go to, we're with Dallas and Katie, and I guess I didn't realize they were in the garden until Jake
1: came in. I guess. But they're
0: like, Dallas like brought like a driving net to the dri- to the garden, and they're like playing golf, kind of.
1: I still don't understand how this is homework.
0: I don't get it either. Angles? I don't know. That seems more like geometry than physics to me, but any, but whatever, they're doing their project. And, and he's Jake like teaching her in. how to swing a golf club. Yeah. But, but not in like the weird, gross way. Yeah. Thank God. And then, and Katie's like, we should start a golf team with Dallas. And, and she's just
1: excited to be doing a sport that doesn't make her knee hurt. Yeah.
0: And Dallas also invites her to his hockey game because he has two extra tickets. But then, wonk, uh, but then Jake walks by and he's like, oh, hey, I didn't know you were here. I thought you had homework. And he's like. And she's like, we are doing homework. Um, he just looks so sad. He looks very sad. Um, but then we're with Imogen, and she's on like rationalization mode, and she's like, "He likes to sleep in the driveway. You probably didn't see him. La, he la, was la. in a hurry. He was in a hurry." And Fiona's like trying to put things in perspective, and is like. You, you're something wrong. Like, you need to call your mom. Like, something's happening.
1: Like, he ran over your dog and didn't remember, and it's not a small dog. Yeah,
0: and Imogen is just pretending that everything is okay. And, she's, and then I think her mom comes by, and she's just, like, totally icing out her mom, and it's yeah. very and she, brutal. Like,
1: she comes out to her in a way that's, like, really spiteful. Yeah. Which made me very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, because her mom's like, we need to talk. Can we please talk in private? And Imogen's like... This is my like. You can say anything you want in front of my girlfriend. La la. And her mom's like, Oh, I didn't know you had a girlfriend, and I didn't know you were a lesbian. And her mo- And then Imogen is like, She says, What does she
1: say? So there's a lot you don't know about me, it's and I don't want you to. Yeah, or something it's like something that. like that. And it's really harsh. Yeah, and she should just tell her. She just find out
0: about your dad. Yeah. God damn. And that's basically, and that's like the end of part one. Um, But then part two, she's with her dad and he's very sorry. And Imogen wants to, uh, he's dropping her off at school and he's like, you're not still thinking about the dog, right? Like, I feel terrible about it. And Imogen wants to skip work and just, or skip school and go to work with him. But then Eli comes by and is like, why isn't the set done yet? Blah. Um, Or I guess that's after Imogen just decides to go to school I don't know really uh, yeah she like
1: kind of just her dad just like no go to school and she's like okay fine and she gets out of the car and Eli kind of like affronts her and it's like you didn't finish the set he's like super mad yeah and
0: he's like if you need help ask and Imogen is like I can do it I can handle it I'm like no you can't handle it Imogen you're going through a lot right now got a lot going on um
1: and then, and then they go to Armstrong <laughs> and they ask if she can skip class to work on the play, which I don't know why they thought that would work. Yeah. And he's
0: like, um, no, you have a quiz. Um, but then Marisol and Mo are still being fucking assholes. And they're like, Ugh. did you hear like that robe guy was Imogen's dad? Oh, also, my God. They have
1: like they have proof via a weird close up photo like into their car. Yeah, that's really together. weird. How did they get this photo <laughs> no and idea. why?
0: I know. like, why do you give a shit?
1: Because they're assholes.
0: And they're like, it's confirmed. It was Imogen's dad who was in the robe. How weird. He's so weird. Lol. Like, like father, like daughter. Yeah, they're being says. terrible. And so Imogen hits her with a book, which, which I'm kind of all for. Oh, 100%. And she gets sent to the office. And then... I think somebody laughs about it and Marisol's like, "It's not funny." I think
1: Mo laughs about yeah, it. Yeah, Mo
0: laughs and Marisol's like, "It's not funny." And I'm like, "You know what else isn't fucking funny, Marisol? Making fun of
1: mentally ill people." Seriously. Um also, I could not figure out what I like I was like, "Is it like dementia or Alzheimer's or is he like schizophrenic? Like what is happening?" I yeah,
0: I couldn't figure. I like truly didn't no, and I was like, does he have a brain tumor? Like, I don't know. Because her mom is a spinal surgeon, and that's, like, in the same area, kind yeah. of. So I didn't really know. Um, But then, so, yeah, she gets sent to the office. and But first, we are with Jake and Katie, and they're just both pretending like they don't like the other one, and they're yep. being, like, dumb about it. And yep. Jake is so jealous of her in Dallas, and... But then Katie's like, "Why are you acting so jealous? It's not like we're dating." La la la. And then she like leans into like the Dallas thing. Yeah, and it's just annoying. It's annoying. But then we're with Mr. Simpson and Imogen, and he's like, "What are you like? Why did you do this?" He's just flabbergasted. He's like, "This isn't you." And then she says, "I was just trying to knock some math into her." I forgot about that. <laughs> and he knows something's wrong, but she's
1: not. He tries to call her dad, and she's like, "No, don't call my dad. Call, call my, my mom. mom."
0: Yeah. Um, but then we're with Becky, and she realizes that her charity money is dirty money because she's been really sketchy about it. Yep,
1: and she confesses to Gemma.
0: Yeah. And she's like, what are you gonna do? And I don't really remember if they resolved that in this moment. But I don't either. <laughs> this is the most low stakes plot. But but the way that it ends
1: it's leads me to
0: believe that some shit's gonna go down. Oh yeah. Um but then we're with Imogen and her mom comes by and her mom knows about the dog because her dad told her. Yeah. And oh wait, are we eating? Where are we?
1: She's just on the phone with her, I think.
0: Well, this is when she tells her about the dementia, though. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I don't remember uh, where I they can't, are. I can't but her mom finally tells her that her dad has early onset dementia. And,
1: like, she's like, he's, he's going to need a caretaker, et cetera, et cetera. And Imogen's like, I'm not abandoning him like you did. Yeah,
0: basically. Yeah. Um, But then we're with, I, then we're at the hockey game. And Katie's basically just, like, bitching to Marisol about Jake. And she's like, I don't understand. I gave him, like, numerous chances to ask me out. La, la, la. And then Jake comes by. And he and Katie are just, like, bickering. And Marisol's in the middle. And she's like, I'm out. Like, I need to leave, please. She
1: says, I'm going to get a herbal tea.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she does say that. Herbal And then they finally, like, confess their feelings to each other just as, like, the kiss cam is happening. Which, like, do kiss cams happen
1: at, like, high school hockey games? This was my most confusing moment (laughs) of this episode. What is with the kiss cam? Because, like, here's the thing. I went to, like, a pretty, like, well-off high school. We were, like, one of the first high schools that, like, gave all the students laptops to work on during the day and stuff like that. Like, and we did not have a kiss cam we didn't have that's any kind weird. of cam no me neither that's weird also that seems like weird and like you're pushing students
0: yeah that's weird it's like with children
1: yeah. i see that no hard path
0: no yeah it was weird it was
1: extremely i weird.
0: didn't understand it but they kissed on the kiss cam because of course and then dallas sees and he's sad
1: yeah i do feel sad for dallas
0: but then Dallas at reacts in a terrible way. Yeah,
1: my well, my, my sadness his, for Dallas does not last long. Ego is bruised and
0: toxic masculinity and all that jazz. The most toxic masculinity. Um, but then, um, we're with Imogen and her dad, and her dad does not remember. Or I think is this when her dad calls her?
1: Yeah, he calls her to ask for the leash. Yeah, and she's like, Walter, Walter's
0: dead. <laughs> yeah. And he's and so, yeah, his, her dad doesn't even remember that the, the, that the dog died and that he killed the dog. And it's like finally kind of a wake up call for her that it's like, oh, no, something is wrong.
1: It's just it's so sad.
0: Um, or maybe or maybe that happens later. Because no,
1: that's.
0: Uh, oh, no, no. The wake that, up call is later. The wake up call is later. I think we're like at dinner. We're eating no, dinner. This
1: is um, she's still at school on the phone because the conversation with her mom was over the phone. This conversation's over the phone. She's at the school because Eli comes up to her. after. yeah, 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 and yeah, is yeah, yeah. At her yeah, 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 Because nothing is done. Um, and, and she quits.
0: Yes, because he doesn't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. The wake up call is later. And then she she's having a breakdown and she's like, I quit. I can't do this. Goodbye. Because he but Eli sees something is wrong and he's like, wait, what's going on? Because she sees that she's crying and she's like, no, I quit. Bye. Um, but then we're with Katie and Dallas and he gets, she gets, oh, we're like in class the next day. And she's like, can I get awkwardly honest with you? I chose you as a partner because, like, I like Jake, but I wanted to work with someone who I didn't like and la la, la. And it's really weird. It's
1: like the worst apology. I'm like, you didn't need to do this. It's a terrible apology. Also, her and Jake are so, like, PDA right away. I yeah. I don't like it.
0: Uh, but Dallas is pretending he doesn't care, but he clearly cares. Super cares. Um... But then with Becky and her whole like booth falls on top of her and but then Adam helps her and she's apologizing and
1: and they're going to go to they're going to go to the, play, go to the together. play together.
0: And I'm like, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, at least she's apologizing. Maybe Becky's like seeing the error of some of her ways and is going to learn how to like respect other people's beliefs. I don't know. Mm, I'm not holding my breath on that. Well, I, but see, I was like, what's happening? Does she, I don't, mm, okay. Um, but then Imogen, we're with Imogen. She took a sick day to take
1: care of her dad. And. And they're, like, playing cards, and she's baking him a fish pie, because yeah. she heard that all these things are good for your brain. It's really sweet and well-meaning, but, like, very much like a child trying to take care of an adult. Yeah. And then Fiona
0: comes by, and. At first, I thought, like, something was going to happen with that fish pie because she leaves the fish pie in the oven and goes outside to talk to Imogen. I'm like, this is a recipe for disaster. Um, But nothing happens. I thought her house was going to catch on fire or something. Um, Um, Fiona's worried about her and Imogen. One of them says
1: totes denial.
0: (laughs) And then Imogen is like, like, it's fine. I I can do this. I'm going to talk to Mr. Simpson about getting my diploma from home. I can take care of my dad. And then Fiona's like, I don't think that's going to work. Like, I'm worried about you. Fiona's being super real. With yeah. Her. And Imogen lashes out at Fiona because she's like, I can do it. It's fine. Like, we're all we've always been fine. And then does she break up with Fiona or is no. she just like "Bye,
1: Fiona? No, she's just being an asshole. She's yeah. like, you don't understand. You don't have a parent that you're close with. Weren't you raised by nannies? Which yeah. is like, that's not nice. But like, I feel
0: like she says something of like, Bye or like
1: no I think she sh- just like Basically kicks her out and like Yeah I'm she kicks her out but it dad. seemed kind of like Weird and final to me but It, uh, it I, doesn't I, end I, up being but it seemed Like weird it was probably weird I didn't pick up on that but it was probably weird Um But Fiona was super real with her And I feel like I think she said something along the lines of Like, like I don't want you to th- Like this, I, It was something about How like eventually this situation Is going to become unmanageable
0: Yeah yeah. Um, but um, then we're with Becky and Jenna. And we're saying Grace over burritos. Oh, my God. um, But then Becky and Becky's talking about how like she and Adam kind of buried
1: the hatchet and how she's actually going to go to the
0: play and, and see she's how it like, is. Very
1: clearly into Adam.
0: And but I but this is why at first I was like, well, Becky's going to this play that she was so against and she seems very open she seems like she's opening her mind a little bit just to check it out, just to see. And she's, like, she says something about, like, turning over a new leaf and, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I'm growing as a person, la, la, la. And then, like, Jenna says something about, like, Poker night or gambling or I don't know. Yeah. And Becky's like, wait, Adam doesn't gamble, does he? And Jenna's like, no, I was joking. And she's like, oh, I almost had a heart attack. Oh, my God. And Jenna's like, wait, you're fine with him gambling, but you're okay with that. You're okay that he's trans. And then Becky doesn't know what trans means and thinks that means transient and that he's homeless. And Becky's like, and then Jenna's like, um, no, he's a male, a female to male trans person. And Becky's like, oh, wait, what? And it's like, yeah. oh, fuck no. She didn't know. It,
1: it looks like her world is just... This is not going to end well. <laughs> ...on fire around her, like, based on her face. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried. Like,
0: I'm... I'm worried about
1: how she's going to offend so many people oh, in man. the next episode. God. I'm like, I am, like, truly concerned. I'm yeah. dreading it. Um,
0: but then we're... Oh, but then we're with Katie and Jake, and they're making out, and it's gross. So gross. And then they walk into the garden, and it has been demolished. Um, and I was like, "God damn it, Dallas, what did you do?" Seriously. And
1: then we're with and Jake is like a total angry guy, and breaks a thing. Yeah, he's very distraught. And
0: but then we're with Imogen, and we're at home, and I think she's like about to go run out and grab something. Yeah, but then she. she so- Starts grabbing all of the sharp objects that are out And and, like lighters and hiding
1: them And And then then, And she asks her dad if he wants to come with her And he says no he's gonna grade papers And he's like You know we don't see him And then she goes to the stairs And he confuses her with her mother Yeah and And he's very cold Yeah
0: He's like, I'm going up, like, can you please keep it down? I'm grading papers upstairs, Natalie, or, like, something like like, that. Yeah, I don't want to be disturbed. Yeah. Which,
1: like, I feel like... There's another insight as to why their marriage didn't work out. Yeah, he was, like, he was nothing like how he is with Imogen. He Mm -mm. was, like, a totally different person. And I think Imogen saw that as well. Because, first of all, it's alarming that he confused her with her mother. Yeah. And, two, I think she saw a little bit of maybe how they treated each other and that it wasn't just... Her mom bailing. Yeah. You know, because he's like sweet dad guy with her. But he's very like cold professor with her mother.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, then she finally asks her mom for help. And we're at the hospital. And it's very sad. And it's a just a big bummer. It's just extremely
1: sad. And then we're back with fucking Dallas. And Katie and, knows it was Dallas. Yep. Uh, but I think it was actually the whole team. Is, he, is she with the team? I don't He's know. He's with the team, and I think it was, like, the whole team because he was like, you know, if you disrespect You disrespected
0: me in front of my team, la, la, yeah. la.
1: And she's like, I respected you. I was just honest.
0: Like, calm the fuck down. I'm like, yeah, she's allowed to not like you, bro. Yeah, but
1: also, like, He's the kinda... making out at the game, I think he took as, like, a very personal yeah front. Yeah. Also, does she know that they were on a kiss cam? Is she still in the dark about this?
0: I don't. I don't think... How could you not know that?
1: (laughs) I don't know. They were very preoccupied. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like kiss cam stuff was happening. Like I don't know. I don't know. But Luke says something to her, which I can't remember. But it felt like I remember. It felt like he was implying that he helped and like that the team destroyed the garden on Dallas. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um. But then we're with Eli and Fiona and Imogen. And they're talking, they're at the school and Imogen's saying how she's going to spend more time living with her mom.
1: She's and her sp- mom got her a caretaker and they're going to start doing weekly dinners, which was her dad's idea. Yeah. Because he's not going to be there forever. It's very nice. So
0: sad. It's very sad, but it's like,
1: oh. But then the Imagine Dragons song is back, <laughs> and we see that her set got built. They built her set, and it's beautiful. And they're like, "We only did because you made such detailed notes, which was and very nice." Fiona convinced shop class
0: to do it, and like convinced the teacher to let them like get credit for helping with it, which is nice. But her set got built, and it's very nice. It's a very
1: bittersweet ending. I know, and they're all like the three. Of, I love this like trio. The three I of them know. like group hug and. And she's going to need that kind of support. I just feel so yeah. many feelings about this. Ugh.
0: It was a bummer oh. times episode. Um, there wasn't
1: even a party.
0: Nope. that That's the end. That's where it ends. Um, but spirit squad captain, I guess Imogen for like realizing when she needed to ask for help.
1: Yeah, maybe uh, sure. and her
0: mom a little bit <laughs> her mom. Um, yeah. Um, ship. Fiona and Imogen,
1: because I can't. Sh- I don't give a shit about Jake and Katie. I'm I, I'm going to go with Jake and Katie. I think they're <laughs> cute together. They're fine. I don't like the PDA, but I think yeah. they're good together. They, Yeah, sure. Right. I like don't care about them. Yeah. I'm like, All right. Yeah. Good enough.
0: Um. Yeah, I was just going to go with Imogen and Fiona because Fiona was a very good girlfriend in the show. She episode. was great. Um, all right. Well, that is the end of that grapevine. All right. So we have some emails. Uh, this first one is from Kayla, and the subject line is hashtag justice for Terry. And she says, Hi, guys. I've been binge listening to Whatever It Takes since I discovered it after the I'm Upset music video. I'm currently on season seven, and I also super hate the theme song this season. The only one I find worse is the Next Class theme song. I hate it so much. But you've just gotten to the Janney storyline, and I love them so much, so I'm very excited. I've been watching Degrassi since I was about eight years old, and I'm currently 21, so I've literally grown up with this show, and it means the world to me. When I was eight, it was because JT and Liberty got together and I saw that black girls could be loved too. And when I was 20, it was because Miles, who you once called plaid shirt guy and I affectionately called Chuck Basilite, a bi character actually said the word bisexual and was in a very happy and loving relationship with his boyfriend. And I saw a bi person could be happy in a long-term relationship. Oh. Anyway, enough of my monologuing. Here are some things I wanted your thoughts on. Sometimes I feel like black characters on the show are essentially only allowed to be smart and athletic and don't get any storylines revolving around anything else. They are almost always relegated to supporting characters, and it literally took until next class to have a plotline surrounding microaggression slash racism, which was well done, but in my opinion spent a little too much time on Frankie and not the people affected. Tiny and Shay, the two black characters on the show. I also saw someone draw parallels between Terry and Tristan, and that actually makes a ton of sense to me. Except, slight spoiler, Tristan does get to date his spinner. I think they both have a lot of the same insecurities and that the writers never really gave them the storylines to fully explore these things. So I was just wondering if you noticed those things or had any thoughts. Um, Also, I guess we can pause here. Yeah, I I do agree that the black characters on the show definitely don't Get a lot of character development no, It's,
1: it's uh, They didn't uh, Like with Hazel it, She was so two-dimensional She had like nothing I mean Her main thing was that She was Paige's friend It was It's especially female characters
0: On the show Because yeah. you're right Jimmy
1: is just like Smart and athletic But I feel like Jimmy And had Dallas a lot is of,
0: smart and athletic Yeah
1: and So that's definitely the case For the men But I feel like For the women It's like even
0: And Marisol Is and like Marisol, Horrible for no reason Yeah
1: She's just a bitch yeah. Like that's it Yeah It's it's not good. And, like, it's she's not, not a bitch great. with depth. Either. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, she at all. Like, any, of, any like, struggle she's had has been, like, Katie's struggle that she's just, like, I feel sad for Katie. Or I'm jealous of Katie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's it. And I like guess... At, like,
1: at least, like, Paige was a bitch, but Paige had so much fucking depth.
0: Yeah. And Hazel had a tiny bit of, like, we went... We had one... Exactly, one Hazel episode where we kind of went into why she was so mean to. I can, I'm sorry, I can't remember that girl's name. Um, in like the cultural day or whatever, we got like a little bit yeah, of Hazel, but it was a
1: terrible, terrible episode,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely not the best. I'm excited for next class, um. Also, I do. I like the Terry Tristan parallels. Um, Again, they didn't really give Terry a lot either. Terry deserved better. Yeah. Hashtag justice for Terry indeed. Um, But picking up again. Also, I tried to pick on an all time Degrassi OTP, but I'm an inherently indecisive person. So it's a tie between JT Liberty, Emma Sean, Paige Alex, who deserves so much better. And Miles Tristan. Okay, this was an entire essay, so I should probably stop talking, but it's a lo- but it's 1 a.m., so I'm rambly. absolutely love listening to you guys, and I'm so excited to hear your thoughts on the more recent episodes. I'm super excited for next class especially, but I am more than willing to wait. You're both wonderful, and I hope you see a cute dog today, or cat, or your cute animal of choice, Kayla. P.S. I know the subject line is a little misleading, but despite being a writer, I am notoriously bad at naming things, and Terry deserved better, so here we are. Okay, bye now. <laughs>
1: I agree. Thank you. I love it.
0: <laughs> but thank you, Kayla. It's a great email. Um, and then we also got two emails from Becky about Holly J's dialysis. The first email kind of went into how the Holly J's initial dialysis um, stuff was actually pretty accurately represented and that you actually can – like, live pretty manageably while on dialysis, and you can travel, and it's fine, and it's not that big of a deal. So, uh, thanks for that. But then she followed it up with, hey, I just revisited these episodes, and I take back what I said. Degrassi just threw away any accurate depiction of kidney failure under the bus for plot progression. And that started... With when it was, like, your kidneys are failing. I guess we'll put you on the transplant list now. And it's, like, no, they would have done that immediately after she went on dialysis yeah. and, like, blah, blah, blah. Also, finding a kidney donor. Also, I love donor. how I say,
1: yeah, like, I fucking know anything. <laughs> and also,
0: like, putting finding a kidney donor is not as hard as other organs. Like, just because her mom or birth mom or whoever, whatever, like, couldn't be able to do it, it, like... I think kidneys are slightly more, um, like, a lot of people are more willing to donate a kidney because you can function with one kidney. Yeah. And she also talks a lot about um, paired pool transplants where it's, like, even if you, you are willing to donate a kidney for, like, your family member but it doesn't match, but they'll find, like, another pair of people who don't match and try to, like, Mixed and match kidneys. I think they did a big episode on Grey's Anatomy about this, but maybe not with kidneys. It but, was with kidneys. Oh, it was with kidneys. So apparently paired pool stuff happens a lot in the UK. And I don't know. A lot about the dialysis. So thank you, Becky. There were two very long emails, so I'm not going to read all of them. But thank you very much for the accuracy check. I appreciate it. Um... But that is all of the Grapevine that we have for you guys today. If you'd like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us, whateverittakespodcast, at gmail.com. And you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. Um, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be amazing. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular.
1: And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the people? I
0: just started watching the show Pose. It's on FX. It's amazing. It's a Ryan Murphy show and it t- but it's like he's I don't think he's the most I think one of these other guys, Stephen Canals, is more involved with Like is like the more of the brains behind the show. Anyway, it takes place in 1987, and it's about like a community of like queer and trans people in New York City who like go to like ball who are like in the ball culture. Oh yeah, I don't know. It's amazing. It's it's like I think it's one of the best shows on television. I just binge watched like all the episodes that are out now, and it's really good.
1: Have you seen Paris is Burning?
0: No, I need to see that. I know I've like had it on my list forever,
1: but. Um, it's really good Then on that note I'm gonna Suggest everyone Go watch the documentary Paris is Burning It's about that culture Amazing In, in the 70s, 80s um, But So that's That wasn't my original recommendation So I'm also gonna recommend <laughs> A book that I just read <coughs> Nordic Mythology By Neil Gaiman Super fun Highly recommend. I'm pretty sure like there's a sticker on it. that says only at Hudson. And on the inside, there's a forward about how much he hates airports. So he wanted to do a thing that would make airports better. Um, <laughs> so I think you can literally only buy it if you're at like a Hudson, a Hudson store. News? Hudson That's News. That's so funny. At like the airport or the train station or whatever. So if you're about to go on a trip. And <laughs> Pick you need up. a book, Nordic Mythology by Neil Gaiman is a goddamn delight.
0: All right. Well, that is all that we have for today uh thank you as always to jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening goodbye panthers bye panthers